It's the New Heights AM prayer and devotional call powered by the New Heights Church Biloxi with Pastor Carlos D. Page. And the call starts now. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the New Heights Morning Devotional and the Prayer Call. My name is Pastor Carlos D. Page, Senior Pastor founder and visionary of the New Heights Church located here on the beautiful Mississippi Gulf Coast, and this is your wake-up call. Welcome to the War Room on this morning. Uh, as you're coming onto the call uh, on this Maximize Monday, go ahead and mute your device. Mute your device, please, so that your background noise does not disturb the call as uh, we progress this morning's call. Please, 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 please go ahead and mute yourselves uh, as you come on. Also, do us a favor and share this number. Share this number right now with someone that you love, share it with your friends, your family, share it with your close your close friends, share it with, share it with your coworkers, even share it with your enemies, because uh, there is a word from the Lord that will bless even your enemies. They may start treating you better uh, after this word. Amen. Amen. Uh, so go ahead and do us a favor and do that right now as we get the call started on this morning. Be turning with me to Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter number 11. Uh, on this this Maximize Monday. Hope, trust, and pray that everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday uh, and that you were blessed by uh, whatever you did, decided to do on uh, on last week. We pray that God uh, was gracious and kind to you uh, as we are all still here. Amen. Mark chapter number 11. Mark chapter 11. Those who are coming on in, welcome. Welcome, welcome to the call. Mark chapter 11. I want to uh, pick up this morning uh, at verse number 15. Mark chapter 11 and verse number 15. Mark 11 and verse 15. We'll read verse 15 through down through verse 18. Amen. The Bible says this. Then they came to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple area and began to drive out those who were selling and buying on the temple grounds. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves. And he would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple grounds. And he began to teach them, saying, it is, not written, is it not written my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations? But you have made it a den of thieves and a den of robbers. And the chief priests and the scribes heard this, and they began seeking how to put him to death. They were afraid of him because all the crowd was astonished at his teachings. On yesterday, we began to deal with this thought uh, as we closed the series Empty Tables in, uh, in our worship uh, hour on yesterday morning. And so this morning, I want to... There were some things because of some difficulties that we experienced yesterday I did not get to uh, in the message and some things that I wanted to deal with prayerfully and patiently. Uh, I'm going to uh, ad- address those this morning. But I want to do just a summary of, of the word on yesterday, um, the tables have turned. If you want to title this, the tables have turned, and I want to subtitle it, it's turning around for me. Uh, I want to subtitle it, it's turning around for me. The tables have turned. Uh, it's turning around for me. On, on yesterday, yesterday we, we began to talk about this this idea that it, we are now entering into a place 
uh, where Jesus is coming into Jerusalem uh, for his final time. He's coming into Jerusalem uh, because of, of the Passover. He's coming into Jerusalem, and we know that this is ultimately going to be uh, the setting for his demise of what the devil thought that was going to take Jesus out. And and as we set the premise of this and, and begin to understand that as, as Jesus is coming into Jerusalem, we, we identify this as Palm Sunday uh, during, during the Easter holiday and the resurrection. So leading up to Resurrection Sunday, Jesus was coming in, and as he gets into near Jerusalem, he, he observes what's happening in the temple area. The Bible says that, that as he got there, he began to observe. And, beloved, I want, one of the points that I wanted to bring out on yesterday that I failed to do so was that, that when we are going through the most, when we're going through the fire, when we feel like things aren't going the way uh, they ought to, Jesus already has observed and assessed the situation. He knows what, is, what, what, what we are dealing with. He knows what we're facing, uh, and the tables will turn. The tables will turn. And so the Bible says that he, he observes what's happening in the temple area as he gets to the area uh, surrounding the temple. And I talked to you yesterday about, uh, for those who missed yesterday, I, I, want, I want you to understand the context so I can give everybody uh, the, the second portion of this. But as he was getting to this, he observed the area around the temple, which we know the temple was massive and and this was now the time of the Passover, so people would travel. People would travel from from, from miles away uh, for this particular uh, this particular feast. And so, uh, beloved, it, it, it's 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 uh, it's said that there were perhaps maybe a, a, almost a half a million people who would now be traveling to Jerusalem. And so, what happens is just like we see doing. Uh, doing celebrations and parade routes and 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 football games and and and, and sporting all kinds of sporting events that people will set up tables and they will become vendors at certain things and and so this is not, not this is nonetheless the same but uh, in this particular construct uh, those who were uh, Gentile of Gentile descent could not come in uh, into the temple. And so there was a court, an outer court of the temple known as the court of Gentiles. And this is where those who were still of Gentile descent who still honored God and wanted to uh, to be like, uh, uh, be more Christ-like or heard about the things that that Jesus had been doing. They wanted to know more about the relationship uh, with Jehovah uh, and and so they would come to the outer courts. They would come uh, to 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 uh, the Gentile court, and they would read scripture. Uh, they would read um, 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 the law. They would listen to those pray, and they would learn how to pray to God as well in the outer court, in the Gentile court. And so, beloved, what happened is uh, because of the religious leaders and the Jewish. Uh, traditions and customs looking down upon the Gentiles, 
they saw an opportunity to maximize their profit and drive out the people who they didn't want there in the first place. And as we looked at this subject on the series this month called Empty Tables, children of God, I want you to know that, that we've done some of the same things. We've made the church into something that other people would not be comfortable coming into. We've, we've turned the church into an environment that, that, that the average person or the person who's struggling with sin, they want to live right, they're trying to do better, we've made it so doggone hard for them to feel welcome and, and, and comfortable coming to the house of prayer. And so, beloved, I need to tell you it's turning around, but Jesus has already assessed the situation. i got to move. i only got about three minutes left. He already has assessed the situation, and he's trying to level the playing field, but he had to go get some rest first. The Bible says that it was already late in the evening. So on the morrow, the Bible says when they came back, when they came back, we get to verse number number 15, the Bible says, and then they came to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple area and began to drive out those who were selling and buying on the temple grounds, and he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves. The reason this is so significant is because I want you to understand the premise of hate and the premise of love. The premise of hate is those who are not willing to accept those who are not like them. The premise of love is being able to accept those and make a place and an environment conducive for everybody to have access to Jesus. And so what Jesus is doing when he flipped the tables, he begins to flip uh, the tables of uh, the money changers. And as I said earlier, this was a time, this was known as the Passover, and we talked about how Jesus had, had acquired his, 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 uh, his, his ride into Jerusalem. He sent his disciples away to, to get this coat. And I'm not going to go there this morning. You can watch the lesson from yesterday. But, but, but they're preparing for the Passover. We're preparing for the Passover, and I talked about how Jesus was going to sit at the Passover even with the man who was a thief and a betrayer named Judas, but yet in the temple he flipped over tables of those who were taking advantage of the less fortunate. What I need us to understand in this context and in this particular uh, this, this, this didactic uh, description of, of the word of God is that Jesus is going to level the playing field. And that's ultimately, uh, this was ultimately a prophetic action of Jesus as he got ready to go to the cross. I need you to hear what I just said. Don't miss your shout. This was a prophetic action of Jesus before he went to the cross. I need to surrender into your heart on this morning is that Jesus went to the cross and he was basically flipping the tables. He was, he was metaphorically flipping the tables of sin and degradation, sin and hatred, and he was ushering in grace, truth, and love. Here it is. They, they were selling livestock, and they were selling doves, and the money changers were, were exchanging. They were changing out the money for uh, – they were, they, were, they, were, they were changing out Greek and Roman money for Jewish and Tyrrhenian shekels because as people were coming into, into Jerusalem, they could not bring their currency with them. They had to go exchange money. And so the, the money changers was not making it. They was allowing people, they were working as the bank and not allowing people to not have what they need. But what, what, what's the context here? The context is that they were exploiting 
those who had nothing. And how do I know this? Because the Bible says that they were selling doves. I got to close. They were selling livestock and they were selling doves. Now, this is significant because, because as we understand, as the Passover was, was nigh, people were having to purchase certain things and certain items to offer for sacrifice. They were having to purchase certain items uh, for the Passover meal. So they were, uh, they were setting up shop to exploit those who had nothing, and Jesus was getting ready to go to, to, to Calvary to pay it all. The Bible says that he overthrew uh, the tables and drove out the seats of those who were selling doves. And he says that you will not make my, my father's house, the house of prayer, a den of thieves. And how do I know that this is what was happening? When I look at Luke chapter, I mean, excuse me, uh, when I go over to Luke chapter number 21 uh, and verse number 2, the Bible says Jesus saw, also saw a poor widow put in two small copper coins. This was the reason they were selling the doves is because the doves, were a lesser of sacrifice, and they were making it to where everybody could have something, but they were marking up the price of the doves for those who really couldn't afford to purchase a sacrifice. Jesus here, again, it's a prophetic word that Jesus is now about to flip the script and is turning around for you. They were selling merchandise, making a profit in the place that Jesus was welcoming all to come to the table. And in order for there, be to room, for there to be room at the table, the places that we've exploited with our tradition, the places and the people that we've exploited because of our culture, the places and the people that we've exploited, I'm talking about the modern table, the modern-day church, the places that we've exploited because of our preferences, Jesus is flipping the tables, and he's saying, my place, my church, my body is a ransom that I have purchased with my own blood, that it is welcoming to all, and we got to start making room for everybody to come and sit at the table. We got to make room for all those to come sit at the table. So Jesus has flipped the tables, and now it's a place that everybody is welcome to. It's turning around for me. It's turning around for me. Jesus flipped the tables in the temple. Now he's trying to flip our hearts because our bodies is the temple of God. I hope you trust and pray that you've been blessed by the word on this morning. It's turning around for me. The tables have turned. Don't let your table, don't let your heart be one of the ones that Jesus has to drive out of the house of prayer. Say amen when you can or say ouch, amen, but the word of God is true. It's turning around for me. Uh, thank you for being amen. patient uh, as we dissect uh, the word a little bit further. Uh, it's turning around for me. The tables have turned. We're going to welcome Brother Fairley onto the call this morning and give us a song of praise as we get ready to go to prayer. Brother Fairley, good morning. Good morning, Pastor. Great word. Great word. Thank you for the cross, Lord. Thank you for the price you paid, bearing all my sins and shame. In love you came and gave amazing grace. 
We thank you for this love, Lord. We thank you for the nail-pierced hands. Wash me in your cleansing flow. Now all I know, your forgiveness and embrace. Worthy is the Lamb seated on the throne. We crown you now with many crowns, and you reign victorious. High and lifted up. Jesus, Son of God, the darling of heaven, crucified. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy <clears throat> is the Lamb. Thank you for this love, Lord. Thank you for the nail. His hand, wash me in your cleansing flow. Now all I know, your forgiveness and embrace. Thank you for this love, Lord. Thank you for the near pierced hand. Wash me in your cleansing flow. Now all I know. Your forgiveness and embrace. Worthy is the Lamb. He seated on the throne. We crown you now with many crowns. You reign victorious. High and lift. Jesus, Son of God, the darling of heaven, crucified. Now worthy is the Lamb, worthy is the Lamb, worthy is the Praise God. Amen. 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 Worthy is the Lamb. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Amen. Lamb. Uh, it is prayer time. It is prayer time on this morning. Are you here and you have a need that the church can address? You have a need of prayer? Uh, go ahead and unmute yourselves right now and give us your prayer request. Or go ahead and send them in to two two excuse me to eight three three two six five two seven six six. It's prayer time. Give us your request. Pastor Page, this is Mama. I'm asking fervent prayers over my daughter Ronisha, who we had to rush to the emergency room last night. She's still not out of the woods just yet, so just please lift her up in prayer. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Good morning, Sister Tina. Good morning. I want to ask for prayer uh, for my neighbor, Mr. Robert, 
that's going into surgery this morning. Um, I think my text a little while ago said that they were getting ready to prep him over in Mobile. Um, I'm still trusting and believing God uh, that it's going to work out for his good. I also ask that, especially on today, that you lift my mother up. Um, today is my brother that passed 20-something years ago, um, and it's his birthday. Uh, and this is always hard for her because he just, you know, when God took him, he took him right there in the front yard. So I'm just asking, you know, that you guys continue to lift those two up in prayer for me. Thank you. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Are there any more Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I want to ask prayer for uh, the Spivey family, asking that you will lift up the mother of this family. Um, she's lost another child. This will be her fourth child that she's lost throughout her years. Praying uh, that you will just, God will continue to comfort her in her spirit. And for his family, um, he has a daughter and a granddaughter that he loves and a wife. So I ask you guys to continue to keep them in prayer. In addition, um, asking prayer for myself that, you, uh, that I will be continue to be humble and continue to allow the Holy Spirit to be my God uh, in every aspect of my life, especially trying to be an example to my children, as a mother, and as, an, uh, as a follower of Christ, pray that I will continue to hold on to God's unchanging hand and just, uh, not try to be their God, but to give them the best wisdom that I know. So, to pass it on to me. Thank you. God bless you. Are there any others? Pastor, pray for, pray for me, man. I've, uh, over the last year, been in a custody battle uh, for my children, man, and I I love my children to death. And and I'm going through this for nothing, nothing that I have done at all. And um, there are times when, when I start thinking about what's going on and I know how unfair it is, sometimes I question God, why do you allow this to happen to me. And, uh, and you know that I love my kids. And uh, and it, it, I just go through those times, especially this time of year, holidays, where I don't see them. And, uh, and sometimes it just takes a toll. I try to be normal. I try not to let people see me being down, man, but uh, it's, 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 it's hurting, man. It hurts bad. So I just need prayer for strength and uh and just just pray that uh that I just trust God uh in this process. Thank you. Amen. God bless you. The tables are turning. The tables are turning. Amen. Amen. Uh Pastor, I don't have I do have another request for Keyshawn. Um and I finally got to talk to him. 
He said he is doing good. He is working his steps, um, and that he told me to tell you and uh, the church to continue to pray for him. And he told me to tell Brother Fair that he's not giving up, and he's going to come out of this with his hands up when he come out. So I just wanted to let you guys know that I did talk to him. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Glory to God. Are there any more requests as we go to God in prayer? There any others? Good morning. This is Angela. I'm asking for prayers for my daughter. Um, she's in Canada at the moment, and I'm asking for um, prayers for her mentor, the lady that usually travels with her, um, is really down and and sick. So um, this is the first time my daughter has had to travel by herself without her mentor. So I'm asking for prayers for them both. Amen. 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 God bless you. The lady's name is uh, Belle. Belle. Okay. And who who is this? This is Angela Rose. Good morning. All right. Michelle, are there any uh, that have come in online this morning? No, sir. Amen. Amen. Any other requests as we go to God's prayer? I don't want to miss anybody. Good morning. This Good is morning. Sister Fairley. Um, I just want to um, uh, ask uh, for continued prayers just for my dad and his health. Amen. Amen. Okay, Pastor, just as soon as I said no, one yeah, pops up. Yes, Sister Adney. I got it. Um, thank you. Okay. Uh, she said, please keep uh, Sister Adney Golden uh, asking prayers for dear friend and brother, uh, and also for a co-worker, Michelle Watson, as she has a rare gastrointestinal disease that is causing her to lose weight tremendously. Uh, so keep uh, keep um, Michelle Watson in your presence, also uh, a friend and brother of Adney um, Golden. Excuse me, good day. <laughs> Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning as humbly as we know how, Father God, thanking you for another day's journey. Father God, we thank you for life itself. We thank you for, for love. We thank you for turning the tables in our favor. God, right now we pray and ask that you will just continue to surrender love into our hearts, Father God, as as we aimlessly roam throughout life seeking and trying to find our way. God, we pray now for those who are standing in need of prayer, Father God, those right now who are dealing with some type of ailment or some type of uh, disease or some type of uh, 
anguish or pain right now, Father God, those who are trying to just make it through the day. Father God, we lift them up right now in Jesus' name. God, we pray for those who've asked for prayer on this morning that as, Father, we have assembled into this place, a place of hope, a place of, of understanding, a place of that is a level playing field for all where we all have access to now your throne, Father God. You've broken down those middle walls of partition, and, Father, we thank you. Father God, we pray now for the request this morning of Sister LaRonda, Father, that you would just bless her in the things that she's asked prayers for and, and the places in her life, Father God, the people around her, her mother, and uh, all of those who she cares for and her friends and her family, Father God, we lift them up right now in Jesus' name. God, we pray right now for Sister Tina, Father God, and uh, her life and her family, Father God. Be with her neighbor as they go into surgery on this morning, Father God. Be with uh, her, her family as they remember the loss of a loved one, Father God, and uh, remember their, <clears throat> the celebration of their birth, Father God. We pray for comfort, for strength, and for patience right now, Father God. We also lift up Kishai, Father God, that you'll just continue to bless his life that as he works this program, Father God, to become uh, more what you would have him to be, Father God, bless his life, be with him in, in, in the areas of his life that he needs you in, Father God. Allow him to have access to you to be better ahead than he's been in the days gone by. God, we lift up right now, Sister Fairly, Father God, and things that uh, she continues to ask prayers for, Father God, each and every day, Father, we just lift up that entire family, Father God, asking you to bless their father with, with longevity, Father God, and good health, and the things that he's, he may be dealing with in this season of life, Father God, we ask for uh, your divine hand to be at work. Father God, we lift up Brother Fairly, Father God, and the things that he is going through, Father, and this custody battle with his children. Father God, we pray that you would just continue to bless him with uh, a readiness of mind and a recollection in his heart, Father God, to know that you are turning it around in all of our favor. Father God, we ask that you would just continue to give him the, the patience to, to love in, 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 their, in his children's absence physically from him, Father God, that you will allow him to continue to be a father, continue to love his children. Continue to be patient and, and teach them from afar the things of you, Father God, that you will have them to know in life. God, we lift up Sister Michelle, Father God, and, and her prayer request, and Father God, uh, allowing uh, this day, Father God, to, uh, to also be uh, uh, a day of strength, Father God, and a day of patience, Father. We just pray that you will continue to bless her life and uh, be with her daughter and be with her entire family. Father God, as only you can. Father, we lift up uh, Angela, Father, this morning. Father God, be with her daughter, Father God, and bless uh, bless uh, that situation, Father God, with Baal, Father, and the things that Baal is going through. And, Father, that you will just work it out for uh, her good and that you will give strength to uh, those who are without power. Father God, we pray for... Uh, uh, Sister LaRonda's daughter as well, Father, in her care, Father God. She's in the care of medical professionals, Father God. Bless her life right now, Father God. 
and allow healing to be restored in the place uh, that she has received care. Father, we just thank you. We lift up Sister Godin, Father God. We pray that you will just bless her life. And, uh, Father God, that you will be with this woman of God as she continues to shed your light in a lost and a dark world. God, we pray for uh, her her friend and family, Father God, that is desiring prayer in this hour, Father. We just pray and ask that you will bless bless that situation as as only you can, Father God. We pray for uh, the loved one and the friend that she's asked prayer for, Father, with uh, the rare gastrointestinal disease, that you will bless uh, that that to be reversed, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we bind every attack, every sickness, everything that is is, is sent to, to take us out and, and be our demise, God. We know that the tables are turning and, and it's turning around for us. We trust in you and we trust in your power to say we take you at your word. We trust you even when we cannot see you. But we know that you've already worked it out. For all things work together for good to us that love you and those and us who are called according to your divine purpose. God, we thank you so much for Jesus. We ask you to bless us this day as we go throughout today. Father, give us power, strength, love, and a sound mind. Allow us to think sober thoughts, Father God, and always reflecting on your promise that we are your people and you love us and you will never leave us nor forsake us. Forgive us of our sins, Father God. Bless our children as they're off to school. Protect them. Keep them in the hollow of your hand. Protect the workplace on today that many of us are traveling to, Father, are already at, Father God. Keep us together. Bind us together again, O God. Allow the table to be fulfilled once again. God, we love you. We praise and adore you. Hear our cry. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Let my Father's children say amen. Amen. God bless you. If you have a wonderful day in the Lord, have a great week. Have a great start to the week on this Maximized Monday. We love you with the love of the Lord. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning, same time, same place, same grace. If God says the same, in the same space, this call is now adjourned. Get past.